Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Purpose Podcast. My name is Haas Rauscher. The goal of this podcast is to help men find and fulfill their purpose, going to help them be good, strong leaders, good, strong men, good male role models in their communities. I'm going to do that by having conversations, going to invite guests on. I'm going to ask our guests, what is your purpose? What do you think your purpose ought to be? How did you find that purpose? And what do you do every single day? How do you get up, get after it, and go and fulfill that purpose? Uh, today we have a uh, quick little episode. Um, I know I say that every time. This one will be quick. Um, I'm going to get some more guests on. I know I say that every time. We will eventually. <laughs> um, but uh, everything's going good uh, here at the house. I think I did a baby report on Wednesday. Nothing's really changed. Um, today is Sunday, the day that the episode is releasing. Uh, we are in a winter storm. Uh, I guess you could call it a storm. It's just cold uh, with a little bit of moisture that's it uh it's really nice i actually really enjoy it got a pot of beans on the stove um everything's going well had a fire last night i will say that uh i don't know if i would call myself skinny yet but skinny cold is a lot different than fat cold um i'm always been very warm natured i guess or cold whichever one Uh, i always enjoyed the cold but uh it hurts a little bit more without all the weight (laughs) Um, so that's been fun, but went out and got a ruck today. Uh, anyway, uh, quick little episode about stacking wins today. So I had a, uh, a friend, I, I don't have very many, but, uh, I had a friend that, uh, needed some help. He runs a, him and his dad run a, uh, a firewood business here in Amarillo. So they go and they get firewood in and they stack it and sort it and all those things and then deliver firewood to the people of Amarillo. And as you can imagine, it's necessary because there's not many trees here in Amarillo, uh, at all. So they have to do that. And, um, you know, I don't know what kind of money they make, but, uh, when it gets really, really cold here, um, they do a lot of business, uh, because people don't ever really think about it. And then they do think about it and they all need their wood right at once. So, um, these guys have a tough job and uh he has a hard time finding people because it's a sucky job it really is splitting and stacking and splitting and stacking and then delivering and then splitting and stacking and you know a lot of it you have to do a lot of it is pre-inventory so you do a lot in the summer uh, and in the spring to get ready for the winter and then uh not really much of anything and then the winter hits and so uh it's kind of just sucky work because you're either out there in the heat uh, with a bunch of bugs and stuff in the firewood, or you're out there in the cold and the wet and the rain. There's not really any in between, especially not here in Amarillo. Uh, it's either really, really hot or really, really cold. There is no in between. So, um, he needed some help and I had told him, uh, especially before I had got, uh, this new job that I have that, Hey man, if you ever need any help, hit me up, I'll come, you know, earn a little bit of cash. And, uh, he didn't really need any help until this weekend. And he texted me and he's like, Hey man, I really like, I, I can't, you know, I need some help. Uh, he was expecting to get really, really slammed with, uh, with some pickups. And then he had a lot of deliveries and there's always work to be done out there. Um, because it's just an endless cycle of splitting and stacking. So, uh, I was like, yeah, I, I didn't really um it was funny i was contemplating it i was like man do i really want to go do that like it's really gonna suck and uh i'm in a little bit better of a financial position uh than when i originally offered my services 
And so I was like, you know what? Um, number one, he and I give each other hell because he works outside all the time uh, and I'm inside all the time. So he'll send me a Snapchat about being outside and how much it sucks, whether it's in the heat or in the, in the cold. And then I send him one back and I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I can't really tell and I'll be in my office and, and then he'll say something about how I don't ever work or something like that. Or, you know, some people really have to work for a living or something. And then I'll come back with like, yeah, I don't. And it's amazing. <laughs> so we give each other hell. And I was like, you know what? Might as well be time to, you know, put up or shut up. Cause you know, I, I think I can work with the best of them. So, um, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll do it. And so it originally wasn't going to be until the afternoon. And then we had some plans cancel. And so I knew he needed help. So I was like, Hey man, I'll be there at 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, got there at 10 and, and went straight to work. And so, uh, it was kind of funny because, you know, at one point he put me to just splitting it, you know, splitting wood. Uh, and it's, a, it's kind of a process and you do have to think about it. If you don't think about it, you'll get yourself hurt. You'll get your fingers pinched or drop something on your, on your toes and all that. Uh, you're working with hydraulic equipment, but, uh, so you do have to pay attention, but it's also one of those things that you can kind of lock into. Uh, for me, it's a lot like it, it, it felt a lot like uh shooting trap, um, because trap, not sporting clays, but trap where you have to pay attention to what you're doing. Otherwise you're going to miss birds. But once you're locked in, you're locked in and it kind of frees your mind up to think about other things. And, uh, and that's what I did, man. It was, it was a good couple hours that I was just splitting wood and, and thinking about other stuff and, and, you know, not my, didn't have my phone in my hand, didn't even have music in my ears. Uh, it was, it was pretty cool. And, and, and I started looking at it and I was like, you know what, I don't have anything to talk about. So, um, trying to kind of see what lessons I could learn from, from my experience there. And, and I know what you're thinking. You're going to be like, oh man, he's going to do the podcast thing where he takes something that really doesn't mean anything. Like it's just, just stacking firewood and then he's going to, you know, put way too many words to it and make something out of nothing. Uh, and yes, I am desperate times call for desperate measures. <laughs> um, it's really not that big of a deal. I mean, I just, I went and stacked wood. Um, it's a day's work. A lot of people do a day's work. It's, it's really nothing special, but uh, there were just some things that I kind of helped relate it to my, to my life outside of, of doing that. And, and those of you that know the most, like the work that I do, I do some home, home manual labor. And then I do a lot of working out, but it's all like barbell stuff. I choose what I get to do when I'm doing physical work. I don't work with my hands at all, uh, especially not for a living. And, and I like it that way. You know, I like to let my mind do the work for me, but uh, understand the need for, for manual labor and buddy needed help. And I was like, you know, what, let's go see if I can actually do this. So again, I, it's nothing special. Um, guys do it all the time. Uh, yes, you can laugh at me because I'm making a big deal out of just going and doing some work, but, uh, it was really cool. You know, part of the, the firewood thing, um, it was interesting. I didn't really know exactly how they kind of did what they did. Uh, but if you know the process of, of firewood, like, I guess, it kind of depends on what level of processing it does before it gets to you. Uh, but they have a couple different ways that they receive it. And so sometimes they'll receive like these big round stumps of, of a, of a lighter, a lighter wood called pinion. And then I think it's pinion pine or whatever it might be. I don't know. Um, and it's these big round stumps and you're sitting there looking at it and you're like, man, that thing must weigh like 300 pounds. Uh, but it's a really, really light wood, especially if it's not what they call green or wet. Uh, which means where it's just cut and it's got a bunch of moisture in it. Uh, and I'm looking at that. And I'm like, those got to be heavy. And then it's actually turns out, I mean, they are heavy, but they're really not that heavy. Um, you know, luckily I lift. <laughs> so uh, if I hadn't lifted, it would be, it would be tough. Um, 
but they weren't weren't that heavy and then there's sometimes but oh they have to get it and they have to split it into the things that you can use for firewood so it's big all-around pieces and then they get some that's already split already cut already split but uh the splitting isn't exactly up to standards you know uh they have certain standards where it needs to be this long by about this wide and it needs to be about this heavy if it's too green you got to split it again or put it in a different pile yada 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 well what happens is it's like this um it's like this eternal and, and i know again i know i'm assigning a little bit too much weight and and making a little bit of a mountain out of a molehill for you know it's just firewood but it's really not it's it's like this eternal of turning chaos into order and then order into chaos and then chaos into order again and then ultimately into like chaos like it ends in just chaos with the wood it was it was kind of cool because and what i mean by that is it'll come in in this this round and it's wild because you know nature makes shapes and so it comes in in these circles and these circles have different sizes but if you're standing far off it i mean it looks like a, a straight circle and so i mean sometimes they are like the trees grow, grow in a straight circle and it's very very weird but that's kind of order and then you're turning it into chaos you're taking it and you're splitting that order up uh, and sometimes it does not want to work with you i mean they have some that are really stringy really wound up and so when you go to split it it just doesn't you know it's not a knife it's a splitter you're taking those fibers and you're ripping them apart so it turns into just you're taking these order and you turn it into utter chaos and then finally you get some workable pieces and then you start stacking it um and it's chaos like the first stack is just chaos it's nothing is there and then you put the first piece there and then slowly you stack it back up until finally you have this nice little rectangle and it's order again and it's it's just it's wild and then you take this stack that they're sitting in the that's sitting in this field and then some dude pulls up and he's got a trailer and he's like yeah i just need you know a quarter wood and uh, i don't care how it's thrown in there i'm gonna restack it anyway and so you take this perfect stack that you spent all this time you turn chaos into order and then you're gonna take it and then you're just gonna throw it in this dude's truck and so you're turning order into chaos um and then you just throw it all in the trailer and then eventually he gets home and hopefully he stacks it stacks it all back up again um so that it's nice and neat and so that he can go grab it uh and it's not just a pile of wood and then he goes and he grabs it and then he throws it into a fire which is like the epitome of chaos like that is that is chaos um and it, i don't know it was just it was really weird when i when i started to think about it i was like we're so and and the other thing is they'll bring in even uh when they when they get deliveries it's not like they get just a dump bed full of wood because you can't measure it that way the only way to properly measure wood is is kind of volumetric uh it's not even really volumetric it's i, I guess it is volumetric because most of these sticks of wood are a certain length uh but it's more even two dimensional it's like four foot by eight foot is a quarter wood so what they do is they bring it in on trailers stacked so that you can measure it's not just a dump trailer it's it's a you can measure how much wood you're actually getting so four foot by eight foot it also rides well you can strap it down tarp over it uh but then they get here and it would take so much time because every you know the delivery guy doesn't work for you um so and you don't have 18 guys here to unload you know eight cords of wood or something like that so what do you have to do you just throw it all in a pile to get it done quick so you get up there and you're just ripping wood off the trailer and it's it, it's quick uh and then you get to like the last stack and then they're just shoving it off the trailer into piles so you're taking order 
comes in on a trailer, you're taking order, and you're turning it into chaos again. And then, with an objective set of standards, you go through, after everything's in the pile, uh, and, you, and you sort. You say, this stuff's pretty green, this stuff's pretty dry, this stuff is long, this stuff is uh, too big around, this stuff's too small. And you sort it, and then you stack it again. So it's like this chaos order, chaos order, chaos order, which I'll, I'll you know, reference is, it's, uh, I've been reading Jordan Peterson lately, so that makes a lot of sense that I saw it like that, but it was just a really cool scene. And it was also, it also looks very exhausting. And this is where I want to get into like the actual topic of the episode, which is stacking wins. Um, that's a phrase that I've thrown out a lot that a lot of other people throw out a lot is stacking wins uh, in order to make your life better um to get your life in a little bit more order to make your life better uh you have to stack wins and i'll describe a little bit later what i mean by that but um you know you get out there and it's just this giant pile of wood and you're like you want this in rows i mean this thing's taller you know twice as tall as i am or maybe not that maybe that's an exaggeration this thing's at least as tall as i am uh it's you know a hundred foot long and you want this into perfect little stacks that is going to take forever it's going to take forever and you're like I, there's no way to turn all of this chaos into orderly little stacks and there is a way you go and you take a log and you look at it and you say is this too long yes you throw it in one pile is this too long no okay does it need to be split yes you split it now you have two pieces of wood you say okay these are good pieces of wood. Put them in the stack. And that's how you start. You just do that over and over and over and over and over again. Um, and it's funny because even as you're looking at the stack and you look at all these pieces of wood and you're like, there is no way in hell that these are going to form a straight line. Like you're looking at all, they're not uniform. Some of them have big bulges in them and some of them are too short. Some of them are real fat on one end, real skinny on the other end. And you're like, there's no way. There is no way that these are going to actually form a stack. And lo and behold, you get done after about an hour and a half or whatever it takes to stack a full cord of wood and you kind of stand back and you're like, huh, that's that's a straight rectangle. And even the farther back that you get uh, in, in wider perspective, you look at it and you're like, dude, that's, a, that's like a straight line of wood. Like you look at his yard and he's got like, bam, lines, 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 lines of wood. And they're all straight. And you're like, I don't know. It's just to me, it was really weird because you, you see this like piece of wood and it doesn't stack up. And the way it, you know, the way it happens is the further you stand back, it looks straight, uh, which is funny because that's actually how like I'm not going to get too nerdy in it, but that's how like machines draw circles is its little steps. Um, they don't actually draw curves. They, they anyway, um, it, my point is there's like not a straight line. It's up, down, up, down, up, down, or you get what I mean. Anybody that's been through like calculus understands what I'm saying. Uh, when you get like into a straight line or even on a, even on a computer screen, uh, the circles that you look at on computer screens, they're not circles. I mean, they are, but they're not. It's just cause you're far away and the pixels are really, 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 really small. It's actually these steps. And it's the same thing on wood um, to where something that isn't perfect. Like it's not perfect, especially those, those pieces of wood. You're not going to get perfect wood. There's some places where if you're cutting really, really hard wood, um, you know, you go to a barbecue store and they have really high standards for their wood. And so you go in there and just about everything ought to be the same. And that's because you're cooking with it and variances in cooking 
uh, sometimes are the devil. So you can't really have that. Uh, so high enough standards will get you good pieces of wood, hard enough wood. But for firewood, there's no need. You don't need those high standards. You're burning it. Uh, and you're just burning it for heat. You're not burning it for flavor. You're not even trying to hold a certain amount of heat. You're just burning it for heat. Um, and, and oftentimes, you know, it's again, it's not like you're cooking with it. It's not like if you throw one log on and it raises your temperature 50 degrees, do you really care at that point if it's in a fireplace? No. Now, you don't want to throw just a huge log on, and you don't want to throw a bunch of logs on to where it's just ripping hot uh, and, and, you know, burning your whole house up. But uh, so we have some standards. You know, one thing that he said, and I don't know, I don't think he cares about being politically correct, but uh, is can can a housewife pick it up with one hand? Because what do you think is happening? Do you think all these guys are starting fires in, in their fireplaces? No. <laughs> like some guys might like fires, but it's the cold women, especially in October. Um, the women are cold, and so they're going and they're doing fires. And what happens if, you know, if somebody's going to have firewood delivered and stacked, uh, probably not going to be a dude. You know, I have a hard time paying for delivery unless I just don't have the time because I got two hands and two feet. I can stack it. Why would I pay you 80 extra dollars or whatever? I don't think he charges 80 for delivery, but whatever it is, why would I pay you extra to stack it? Why would I do that? I have two hands. I have two feet. Well, old ladies, they probably don't want to spend all their day stacking firewood, so they have to pay for delivery. So can a housewife pick it up with one hand and put it in her fireplace? That's one of the standards for the firewood. It's not, hey, it, it really needs to be, you know, this long by this wide. Uh, they have some of those standards. It needs to be about under 20 inches. It needs to be about three to four inches wide and, and you know, in one area. Um, and then it needs to be to where a housewife can pick it up. Now, if your housewife is is five foot 10 and, and scares you, then those standards are going to be a little bit bigger. So I had a hard time with it because I was like, well, you know, my wife can pick up almost any of these, but. Um, I digress. Uh, and I made that joke out there. I was like, dude, what happens if your wife is, um, five foot 10 and <laughs> can, you know, uh, very strong. And so anyway, um, they do have certain standards. So the point is, um, the standards are different depending on your goal. Uh, and you're sitting here looking at these pieces of firewood. You're like, there's no way these are going to stack up straight. And then lo and behold, you look and there's straight stacks. So how does this relate to stacking wins in your life? Um, I've laid a lot of the groundwork for that. I'm sure you can see where I'm going, but uh, when you want to do something and, you know, like I said, I haven't wanted to, I don't like um, drawing on, on my, uh, on my weight loss just a whole lot because I mean, it, it's it, the, the work that I've put in, I know is good work and the discipline that I'm, I've utilized to, to achieve that goal is really good discipline, but it's also kind of like a, I don't think it's something that, you know, praising average is a little weird. Like praising the work ethic is, is good. It's fine. Uh, but I'm just fighting to get back to like an average weight, like just an average weight. And so I don't want to be like, oh, look at me. Like, look at my body. Look at what I've done for my body. It's more about the work. Um, it's less about, you know, the the number that I've lost or something like that. It's more about the daily mental work. Um, but it's a tough goal. To lose, I think I'm at like 85 to 90 pounds. Uh, let's see, I'm at around two. I don't know. The scale's been going up and down lately, but the lowest I've ever weighed is 246, uh, and I was 234. Um, so what is that? 88 pounds or something like that? I don't know. I'm not good at math. I'm not gonna try to get a calculator either. Um, anyway, so from 234 to 246, um, that's a lot of weight. 
that's you know 40 pounds 30 pounds plus 60 pounds yeah anyway it's 80 something pounds and so um that's a lot of weight and you look at that goal and it's like i don't i don't know how to even do that um you know when i started that goal i was like i don't know i don't know what i do i don't know i don't know how to do this like it looks like an, an unsurmountable goal it really does or even finishing college sometimes um starting a business that's a big one where it's like you look at you look at this company that's got you know 1100 employees or something and they do what you want to do and you see all the stuff that they have and you're like I don't know how you did that like I really don't know how you it seems so insurmountable it just does and I, I don't know if I'm using that word correctly but it just seems so impossible to to start with nothing and to get to get to somewhere like that it just it it seems at at a time at a point in time so impossible sometimes uh or you know fixing something on my truck i look at it and i'm like man that is going to suck like it's really going to suck um you know an oil pressure sensor one time uh went out and it's still got issues um as long as it's not leaking oil i don't really care but i just know that it's going to suck it's going to be a long task and it looks almost impossible it's not and that's the point of today's is, is stacking wins. That's how you get to those impossible, those impossible victories, those impossible goals of having, you know, a bunch of wood, like a bunch of wood stacked into straight lines. You're taking this wood again, chaos, order, you know, order, chaos, order, chaos, order, chaos, order, chaos. And then eventually you have it stacked into straight lines. And to me, it's, it's just wild after having done it and see how, unstraight the process is when you're splitting this wood and looking at the pieces that you have to put in the stack and you're like there is no way there's a couple ways that they get this done so um but that's that's the first step you know when you're looking at this big stack of wood and you're like you want me to stack all of this like not even stack of wood this big pile of wood that's a better term you're looking at this big pile of wood and you're like you want me to just to stack this <laughs> is that really what you want me to do and they go yep yeah you gotta stack it Literally, it seems so impossible, but the longer that you sit there and stare at it, the more impossible it gets. And it literally starts with grabbing that one, putting it down. That's a win. You've grabbed one, you've put it down. That's a win. Okay. Makes sense. Grab it, put it down. That's a win. That's the first step. Um, and actually, I'm wrong. Um, let's go back. Uh, the first step that they always do is they use T posts to separate these. Number one for for size comparison, I already told you that firewood is measured volumetrically, so it's it's four foot by eight foot, um, and you know a length of firewood is you know eighteen inches to twenty inches or something like that, um, and so that's how they measure it. So when somebody says I need a half cord of wood, they've got four foot by four foot set up, um, or four foot by eight foot is a half a cord or something like that's what it is. Four foot by eight foot is a half a cord. I think four foot by 16 is a cord. I don't know. I did it for one day. I'm not an experienced, uh, you know, slinger of wood. I'm not a very good wood salesman. So um, anyway, they, they have it separated in half cords. So four foot by eight foot, four foot tall, eight foot long. Well, in order to do that, in order and to hold your stack up. So you have to have something um, to hold your stack up. Uh, otherwise, because this wood is irregular, it's going to fall. Um, so what they do is they take and they set T post at four foot to eight foot and those T posts hold the wood up. 
they also stack wood against each other. So they don't stack it, I believe they don't just have a single row of wood because then it's more willing to fall over. They do two rows of wood. So you've got two of these random geometries that may want to sway either way. Uh, and, you know, hopefully they they hold each other up, kind of. Uh, not really, but um, if you stack them back to back, you have a better chance of it not just falling over, as well as the T-post. If you stack it tight, with, tight within the T-post, it's not going to fall over as easy. Um, regardless, but that's the first step, is you set out a metric for what you actually want to do. Um, so when you're trying to define your goal, you know, for me, it was, what do I want to do? I want to lose a lot of weight. I want to lose a lot of weight. My goal is to have a four foot by eight foot stack of weight loss. So I had to set up T posts for what that looked like. Uh, and sometimes you don't always know. Sometimes those T posts can move a little bit, but you have to have some sort of guidelines. Otherwise you'll never get a stack going or you'll get it up and it'll fall because you have no definition for what you're actually going to do. I like this for, you know, 75 hard. Uh, I think 75 hard is a really, really good foundation for those T posts. It says you're going to do two workouts a day. You're going to do 45, uh, you know, 45 minute workouts hour, you know, do it outside. Uh, all the things, these are your T posts. This is going to get you where you want to go. This is the goal that you want to achieve and you want to do it for 75 days. Um, that's a good set of T posts for getting a, a good stack of wood, whatever your goal might be to lose weight or, uh, to honestly, it's it's not a weight loss program. It's a mental discipline program. But um, if your goal is to change your life, those are your T posts. It's it's defined. Um, it's going to hold those wins that you stack. Um, it's going to hold them in place so that when you're done, you have something. Uh, you have something notable. So these are your standards. What is your business? Okay, you can't just say I just I want to own a business. Um, well, what kind of business do you want to own? <laughs> you define those variables a little bit enough to where you can at least get started. Uh, at least you have a length, you know, maybe at the very least, you don't, you don't really need T posts when it's only one stack of wood high. So you go and you measure out your eight foot and then you put your first, you know, two or three rows down. And then when it gets taller, then you're like, okay, now I need some harder lines. So maybe you do say, I just want to own a business. Okay. Well then you go and if you just want to own a business, you know that, um, being self-employed is something you want to do. There's your measuring stick. And then you start doing some things that help you do that. You start, how do you own a own business? Whatever business you own, you know, you're going to have to start it. So how do you start a business? You, you get where I'm going. Every business has to pay taxes. Start, you know, looking up business tax law. And then you can't really start a business if you don't know what business it wants to be. You drive that T post into the ground and you start stacking, start stacking even more wins. So we're going to define some standards. We're going to stack our first win. You know, something that I hear a lot from people, and, and I'll push people on it, um, is they say, you know, oh, I want to go work out. Or, man, you know, I'd like to work out a little bit more. I'm going to the gym tomorrow. You want to go? Like, tomorrow. Um, and honestly, it's even better when you do it today, but that's tough. You know, like, it's even 75 hard. I always, I had to start it the next day because there's stuff that you got to get in place. You got to wrap stuff up and then start the next thing. Um but it's like, you want to go tomorrow? Oh, no, 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 no. And, you know, and it's like, you, you got to go. You got to take that step. I mean, you, you've got to do it. Um, anyway, uh, I don't know where I was going with that. But um, you stack that first piece of wood. Um, you just got to do it. Bam, wood stacked. And you're like, oh, okay, that's where we're going to start. Bam, second piece of wood stacked. This can be days. This can be pounds it can be meals it can be seconds 
Um, it can be seconds that you don't think that bad thought. Let's say you want to quit something. Okay, well, your wins are every second that you don't think that thought, that's a win. Uh, every second that you do take, you know, think that thought, you recover. Okay, that's a win. And you, you're stacking these wins one by one. And eventually, with time, with time and a little bit of distance, um, you get back and you're like, damn, that's a straight line. That's That's a stack of wood. Uh, out of this pile, this complete and utter chaos, that's a stack of wood. Um, that's a, that's a good goal to have. Uh, what happens when your stack falls? Uh, you know, mine and the thumbnail on this picture is going to be my stack of wood outside. Um, and part of the reason it's 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 really lopsided. We've used one side way more than the other. Part of the reason is because I had two for you know two uh, different types of wood in there. And uh, I like to burn one wood, other, you know, over the other one, mostly because it's a little bit easier to start. Uh, so I'll I'll start the fire with that piece of wood, and then I'll go and you know grab the other one and throw it on top when the fire is already good and hot. So, but anyway, what happens when your stack falls? Um, trust me, I've had a fallen stack multiple times. Uh, in the middle of seventy, I've failed phase one countless times. Phase one is the toughest phase by far. Um, Failed phase two once, I think. Um, what happens when your stack falls? Well, you salvage what you have left. Um, you've got to clean, you, you kind of got to clean your stack up first. So you take all these pieces that are now out of order and you pull them back. Uh, I had this happen with, uh, and I don't, I don't know if it was okay with him or not, but um, they typically only do one T post on either side. And I think what I did is I messed up and I put it too far forward uh, for the wood. It wasn't in the middle of the wood. It was too far forward. And so what was happening is you can imagine as I'm stacking it against this T post, that wood, if it's not dead center in the wood, that wood's going to kind of leverage out. Uh, and so the back corner was falling and I couldn't get anything to stay right. It was, it was like slanted down. And so I had to like pull a bunch of wood off of there. And then I had to go grab another T post and put another T post in there, um, to hold that wood on that back side so that it would actually stack up straight. I don't know. I don't know if like two T posts is a sin in the firewood stacking world, but um, that's what I had to do. So, but anyway, the first step was okay. All of this stuff, even stuff that looked like it was in order, was keeping other things from not in order. So I had to unstack it. What do I mean by that? Um, all of these fallen pieces of wood. Let's say you, you've you're stacking wood and you're and you're you're getting winds up, and you look back at your stack. Uh, and, and you, maybe the stack is, is confidence. Maybe as you stack these wins, the total stack is confidence. Uh, and then it falls, uh, you fail, you, you forget a win or that win that you were considering a win. Maybe it wasn't as good of a win as the others. And it's a slow degradation into this just awful stack. You have to unstack the stuff that, that doesn't fit. So all of these things in your life that aren't helping you towards that goal or that are even hindering you towards that goal. You've got to pull them, either pull them out of your life or reorient them. Um, you've got to clean up that pile a little bit and, and get what's left standing. The other thing is you have to observe what's still standing. You know, you're, you're trying to build your confidence up. What is still standing? Be grateful for the things that are still standing. Be glad that you've still got half a stack left. Um, even though you failed, you're still way farther than what you were when you started to stack these wins. Um, so be grateful for what's standing and look and see how you can utilize that. Um, maybe. You start a different way. Maybe you um, you see something that you did in this other half of the stack that that made it hold up a lot better. You know, maybe you were stacking them bark down instead of bark up, or bark to the left instead of bark to the right. I don't know. Um, maybe you were alternating, and you're like, you know what? 
that looks a lot better than what I was doing over here. So I'm going to do that. So you evaluate your current wins. After your stack has fallen, you clean up, you get all that bad stuff out of there, and you evaluate the stack that's still left. And you say, okay, this is how I can do that. And then what do you do? Stack more wins. <laughs> you grab that first log that just fell, and you redo it. You don't just throw it all in a pile and say, screw it, throw your hands up. No, you restack and you rebuild. Um, so guys, I'm at 30 minutes. Uh, these were just some thoughts that I had, like I said, while I was doing manual labor. Yes, I did manual labor. Yes, it hurt a lot. Yes, I barely got up for church this morning. Um, I hate being late. I hate being late for, for church. Um, I hate being late for anything. Like anything at all, I hate being late. I, I cannot stand being even a minute late. And we were like 15 minutes late to church. Uh, maybe even 20 minutes late to church this morning because I had a very hard time getting out of bed. So Harrison, um, you win. You win. Uh, I will stay in my office and I will admit defeat. I am not uh, a working man. Not very good at working with my hands uh, because I am in pain. <laughs> I am in a lot of pain. Uh, I was debating whether or not to, I should have worn steel toes. Didn't even think about it. Uh, but I was like, you know what? I didn't know if he was going to have me like doing deliveries or it was just going to be a bunch of run around helping customers or whatever it was. And my steel toes are kind of heavy. And so I was like, you know what? I'll wear my, I'll wear my, my trail shoes, uh, my hiking boots, not even trail shoes. I wore hiking boots, um, and, and opt for light instead of the steel toes. I should have worn the steel toes, uh, cause my feet, no, luckily nothing bad happened. Um, I have, which is a bold move and, and a stupid move from somebody who's had toe reconstruction surgery, not to wear steel toes, but, um, anyway, uh, my hands are beat up, uh, just because, you know, dropping stuff on them or pinching stuff or whatever it might be. Um, you know, slamming them against stuff. My hands are really, really beat up. Uh, yeah, you got me, you got me. Um, I'll still, I'll be out there again if you need help, but, uh, definitely not two days in a row. So, um, I'm beat. Uh, it was, it was a good experience and learned a few things, applied it to applied it to my life. And by the way, did I dive a little bit too deep into the process of stacking firewood? Yes. Uh, but this is also a challenge that I don't think y'all are going deep enough. Um, I don't think people are going deep enough. Look at the world around you and understand how it can relate to your to your life. Because you know what? Um, I left with, a much greater, not only motivation, you know, a lot of people think, and I know I'm, I'm going to cut this short, but uh, a lot of people complain that they lack motivation. And I think it's because you're not looking around. Um, if you look around and you see how all of these different things relate to your life and you establish standards out there, like why can my life not be like this, this stack of wood? Why can I not do this? Or what do I need to do to get back to doing this? Um, Y'all need to look deeper. So uh, maybe I'm a little bit too deep, uh, look deeper, find something out there. The day that you're listening that, you know, the day that you listen to this right now, find something in your life that may have a little bit more meaning behind it, uh, and use that to go and achieve your goals and, and fulfill your purpose. So guys, that's all I've got for you. Tune in next week on the Sunday series, tune in this Wednesday for, uh, the one flesh series all about marriage on Wednesdays, uh, purpose on Sundays. Hopefully we'll have a guest. Maybe not, uh, but I'll see y'all guys later. Thanks.